to the Channel Junkies Podcast. Podcast. Where we will discuss all the top tips and strategies to grow a massive real estate YouTube channel that will get you millions of dollars of free leads each and every month. Stop cold calling, door knocking, and paying for leads and watch your business grow 10x with YouTube. We cover everything from starting a channel, optimizing it to be a lead machine, and exactly what videos dominate in ranking so you can get more views, subscribers, and ultimately more home. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another weekly live edition of the YouTube for Real Estate live Q&A with me, Jackson Wilkie, uh, number one real estate YouTuber on planet Earth. We have created 13 YouTube channels across the country from Seattle, Washington, down to Florida uh, Keys and everywhere else in between. So any questions that you have regarding YouTube for real estate, content marketing, video for real estate, I've done it, I've failed miserably, and I'm here to tell you exactly how to fix and solve those problems and grow your real estate YouTube channel. So on every Wednesday, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, I go live on here to answer all those questions that you have. So I'll be monitoring every question. You stack me up. I stay as long as needed, and we get to those. Uh, If this is your first time to this channel and you do want to learn those things, make sure that you do subscribe uh, so that you don't miss anything that we do. It was crazy. I was just having a conversation um, with our team. There we go. And I, you guys can hear me, see me. With Heather Listy. She is our top buyer's agent for Portland, Oregon. Um, we're planning. The reason I have this title today is we're planning for 2022. I will tell you right away, doing you know those 13 YouTube channels, I got into a complete funk. I got to an, a space, a headspace to where I couldn't think anymore. I couldn't even get videos out. I've just completely lost for ideas. And so... Uh, we're really going to dial back. Obviously, we have partners in all those areas, so I'm teaching them, training them to make sure they're getting their videos out for those uh, channels. But at the same time, I have a core three, four that I'm going to be going all in on. So I spent the last two days creating 60 video titles. Um, they're going to be able to you know, take those video titles and not only be for the main city, but for also a lot of the suburbs. So it can really turn into about 200 video titles like that. So this is stuff that uh, I'm doing to prepare for 2022. I'm going to bash shoot content. Jesse's going to bash shoot. Heather, AddyNet, our lender in Portland. Yes, our lender jumps on. He actually sent me three videos. We're going to get back to two videos every single week for the Portland channel and some of our major ones that are producing. With that being said, I was just talking to Heather. She's our top buyer's agent there. Since the beginning of 2020, beginning of 2020, 144 clients, families, whatever, we have closed homes on and helped move to Portland, Oregon. So uh, in just less than two years, that's 144 homes closed uh, in just Portland, Oregon. So we obviously have you know 13 other channels. We'll do well over 200 home sales this year. And a lot of those channels, well, I started them this year. In fact, a lot of them just a couple months ago. So they're brand new. I'm getting my ass kicked on a few. Some are taking off. So that's the one thing. There's really nobody out there who's got the experience of us, of not only me traveling the entire country starting YouTube channels, but my business partner, Jesse, with Scaling Systems Processes. We are the number one real estate YouTubers, and it's not even close. I'm here today to answer every question that you have. You know that I'm an open book. You know that I give everything away for free. Uh, It's all on this channel, hundreds of videos. Videos documenting this whole thing, but these Wednesday lives are for you 
to ask me anything. I don't care if you haven't even started a channel yet. Um, those are great questions to have. That also brings up the partnership where we partner with agents across the country and out of this country. We're in five countries now um, and, and helping you. So we do private coaching calls. Uh, I'm actually, I, I've had a bunch of them lately. I started releasing a couple little clips on, on my TikTok to show you like the, the private coaching that I'm having to take these people to the next level. So if you're interested in partnering with us, shoot me an email, jackson at realagentnow.com. Uh, to learn more about that. I got some questions. If you guys would, I got a ton of you out in the audience, only a few likes. So make sure you smash that like button. It gets it out to more people. I've only got one question. So you know me, if there's no questions, I will leave. So stack me up with any questions that you have um, for, for me. So There are nine people. Dude, this restream is garbage. So I don't think I'm getting to everybody um, because this restream sucks. So what I'm going to do is check that everything's working. And then if I have to, I'll come back. Tell those people, James, to jump onto this one. I don't know what's up with this restream. I've had so many issues. I'm never doing it again. Canceling. Um, but you guys, if you have any questions, the ones that are out there, make sure that you're asking me what your questions are. Hey, James, comment again. Where Are you seeing this on YouTube or, or is Facebook scheduled wrong? I don't know what is up with that. Such garbage. Okay, so... It says, um, oh, it's upcoming. James, are you on YouTube uh, watching me right now? Or are you on Facebook? It looks like you're on YouTube. Because the Facebook, is the Facebook people who can't see it now? Oh, I see it on both. Okay, well, it says we're going. And we got a, qu a bunch of you out in the audience. So you guys ask me anything that you guys got question-wise. Um, I don't care where you're at uh, in your YouTube journey. Some of the coaching that I've had as of lately, um, I always like to kind of bring some of that stuff on. Um, you know, with some of the questions. Uh, one of them has to do with listings. Like that's the question that I get every day for people. What about listings, Jackson? Well, I'm not one of those marketing guys who just tells you to go do these videos and, and I've never done it. Um, so I, I don't shoot the listing videos. We average, you know, three to four listings a month from, you know, past clients. So we built a, a monster business out of this, but you know, w one of the things I think if you were to go all in on listing videos is really just showcasing all the work that we put into listings and giving that away to your clients. So how they can sell their house themselves or what they need to do, but be a little bit more honest of like, you know, uh, you know, you got to get lock boxes, get all the marketing material, do every, all these things, take time off of work, get new phone numbers and really kind of overwhelm these people with like, Hey, realtors aren't really that lazy. There's a lot of things that we got to do. Um, the other thing is, you know, I'm not going to be traveling at all anymore. Um, doing the, the YouTube channels. I'm done with that, but, um, been having a lot of conversations with our EXP partners since I am the only person who's really done that. Uh, especially at that model, I, I'm giving all of that away to our EXP partner. Anybody who wants to expand, like I've got the playbook, exactly how I do it. Two, I show up two days, I shoot 20 videos, how I organize it, get it all the VAs and, and, and all that. So I'll be helping. It's going to be cool to, to take all that knowledge of, of this year and, and kind of cast that off onto the people that have joined us. So 
All right. Now we're getting, we're getting, I'm getting messages from both Facebook and or, uh, YouTube. So looks like we're doing good. Um, do you get more buyer leads or seller leads on average with your living in channels? Um, exactly. So th that's funny that that question just came up. Of course we get, we, we're getting way more buyers out of this. And um, let's break this down a little bit because everybody wants sellers and listings to live. And that's what we've been predicated on. Um, you know, all these top agents and everything is just listing, listing, listing. I don't want buyers. I get that. Um, my whole thing is I, I, I was, if I were to do real estate, um, it, it would be more of a buyer's agent. I didn't like listing houses, believe it or not. Um, I like people just calling. I didn't have to negotiate commissions, just helping them find houses. But at the same time, a lot of our business, um, well over 200 transactions, uh, just this year alone will be, uh, straight up, you know, buyers coming from YouTube. But at the same time, uh, yeah, a big portion of those 200 closings is also, uh, referrals from the past clients. So other, you know, clients who are coming in and buying. And secondly, a lot of listings. We're getting quite a few listings as of right now from past clients. Yes, they're only staying in their home one, two, three years because they're seeing all the equity they get or they get relocated for their job, whatever it may be, but we are getting massive listings. But you know, when you're talking about 200 plus home sales, um, you can find and scale and grow teams to, to close that for you. Hey, that's a beautiful thing. And now, you know, we're only in year two of that real estate channel you start thinking about three, four, five years down the road, how much listing business and how much referral business that'll be. I was actually talking with a gal and she started a YouTube channel and started getting some pretty good uh, business from it. And then one of her friends referred her one of their friends, right? So we were always taught the referral is the greatest thing in the world, right? How great is that when you get a referral? She goes, honestly, after working with YouTube clients, I didn't even like working with them. I still had to convert them. It was still awkward. They had no idea who I was. I don't even like referrals anymore because it's like trying to break down these barriers and these walls. Um, and so with the YouTube stuff, it is just a hundred percent inbound reach outs. And so it's people who want to work with you. They've already filtered you out and they're calling and begging to work with you. So the majority of ours is um, buyers for now. Um, you guys stack me up with questions. I only got one more question, so I will go. I think everything's working correctly. I'm getting YouTube and Facebook comments. Um, I got about 15 of you out in the audience, only a few likes, so make sure you hit that like button and stack me up with questions. I don't care where you're at in this journey um, of YouTube or content or video equipment, whatever it is, um, you know, editing stuff. I, I've done it all. Ask me questions. Facebook user. And if you're on Facebook, you've got to say, you know, your name if you want me to call you by your name or see who you are, because um, it just comes across as Facebook user. But are you looking to add to your group in Houston? My brother in law is newly licensed and he himself relocated to Houston. He's already with EXP. Yes, we're looking for massive people in, in Houston. Uh, we can't get enough, but um, even if you're they're already at EXP, just, you know, reach out to me personally. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we have, we need some definitely showing assistance and, and we can get people busy, uh, right away. So just shoot me an email. Um, and we can talk more about that. I'll, I'll ask Joe. I haven't talked to Joe in a week or two, um, to see, I know he was getting two or three new agents, so I'm not sure if he got them yet or not. There we go. You guys stack me up with questions. I'll be here for as long as you need. Now they're starting to come in. Facebook users are coming in. 
Uh, can you remind me of the microphone that you recommend? I think I'm going to go with the GoPro 10 soon and need a good microphone to use uh, when I'm at my desk. Yeah, I'll take a second and I'll grab mine. I don't know where the hell it is. Well, I don't know where mine went, but it's the Video Micro. So if you go to um, Amazon, um, and I think if you go to, first of all, I'll mention too, if you're not a part of our free Facebook group, make sure you go in. Uh, and, and Jesse, by the way, if you're out there, there's like 40 people waiting to get in. So make sure they, they're, they're all bugging me to get in. Um, but there is a file section and we have all of our equipment. But just go to Amazon uh, and type in uh, uh, the Rode, Rode, R-O-D-E. Uh, it might be R-H-O-D-E, but I think it's R-O-D-E, Rode Video Micro. And you have to, have to, have to, with a GoPro, get the, the GoPro adapter. It's a little adapter. It's like 50 bucks, so the GoPro microphone adapter. Uh, but if you look at, like, vlogging kits on Amazon, it's amazing. If I were you, brutally honest, don't wait for the 10. Like, there's zero reason that you need the 10. I still rock my original Hero 7 Blacks and the 8. They are all that you'll ever need. That forward-facing screen and all that is just it's just crap you don't need. And honestly, everybody who sends me videos who has the new GoPro Hero 9 Black with the screen because they think it's cool and you have to have it, they sit there and they stare at themselves the whole time, and it's a very awkward video. So I think Costco right now for $200 and something dollars has the GoPro Hero 8 Black. I would go scoop that up ASAP uh, over, the Hero, over the GoPro 10 and then just get all the vlogging equipment. But yeah, we have a, a section in the files. Plus, I think in the description of these videos, I might have uh, the links of it. But just do a little bit of work, a little bit of Googling, and uh, a little bit of Amazon, you know, GoPro vlogs, and you'll find everything that you need. Um, here's kind of our setup. It's pretty ugly, really. Um, but you're going to see that I got the, the, the shoe that holds the GoPro. And then here's that adapter that I was talking about. Um, it, it actually now mounts under here. When I first started doing this and, and invented this kind of like vlogging machine for real estate, they didn't have this little, um, looks like a cartridge holder underneath here. And so it just kind of dangled. But now you can get these ones that have where you slide the GoPro uh, microphone adapter in there. And then you plug in this little cord. It goes right into your video micro, which I don't know where mine is. It's somewhere. Oh, I see it back over there. Um, and then you got to get that microphone up higher. If you put that fuzzy little muff on there, I like to call it, um, it's too, this angle, this is the wide angle lens is too wide and it'll actually catch it. So we have these ugly little cold shoe amounts, um, you know, on ours. But that's kind of the setup there. And then really any tripod that you want. All right. Let's keep cranking through some of these questions. All right, so can you go over the process of that first call and follow-up to convert YouTube leads? The funny thing is you don't have to convert YouTube leads because they already are begging to work with you, but I've actually partnered with a few agents lately and they're getting way too many leads and they are not converting. So there is kind of a system and a process that you have to have. And there's no better way to really, uh, you know, enforce this than with the story of how this whole YouTube thing evolved for us. And, 
you know, years, you know, three years ago when I started going down this path of YouTube videos and doing hundreds of wrong videos, I unearthed this path and these vlogs and this way of doing the YouTube correctly to where the phone call started coming out. And I still to this day can't, but like, I'll never forget the first one I got. I had to pull over on the road. I was with a freaking shitty ass Zillow client who took me all around Portland just looking at houses and never bought anything. Yes, that's how terrible those leads are in any lead. Um, and, you know, these calls started kind of pouring in. And the way that I work, I just talk to them. Hour, hour and a half, two, like the best conversation. Because they're freaking out. Oh, my God, Jackson, is this actually you, the one I'm, I cannot believe I'm talking to you. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're calling me. So it was kind of this, this freak out, and we would talk forever. Well, I wasn't getting any information, uh, you know, and then I had to try and relay this over to Jesse and then over to our lender. And so really what we've um, come up with, and it's not like this master plan we just had. Everything in this evolved. Like I mentioned, we're, we're going to do over 200 home sales just this year. So there's no way that we do that if we don't have these systems. Well, we just kept getting our ass kicked over and over. And so um, before COVID, you know, two years ago, we started instilling, uh, well, first of all, Jesse said, dude, how many of these people have been calling? I'm like, dude, I got like 15 people. And he's like, well, when are they coming? Are they pre-approved? I'm like, I don't know. They're supposed to call me back. He said, give me all your information. And so he reached out to him and set up a point like Zoom appointments, right? And that's what started the Zoom. Zooming, we started Zooming before Zooming was a thing. Um, people had to download Zoom. They didn't know it. But man, we started doing that. Well, then it started slipping through the cracks of like, okay, hey, lender, here's their information. Well, you know, did you get this? Did you get that? And then they had to reach out. So we started putting Addison, our lender, on the Zoom call. Um, and that really eliminated everything. So now what it looks like to this day is we have basically in Portland, Heather's our lead. She, um, every email, text, phone call, even if I get Facebook message, DM'd, I don't care how I get reached out. I just send it to her. I don't even answer it, re reply to it. She sets up a Zoom call. Um, she obviously filters them out if they're just renting for like 300 bucks a month. We don't talk to them. But if it's buyers, um, you know, then we schedule a Zoom call. And on that Zoom call is Heather. Um, and Addison, our, our, our lender, our kick-ass lender, and they uh, work it together. Then from there, Heather delegates that, that lead out to um, whatever buyer's agent she wants. So um, I guess all in all, what you're going to do is get these people immediately to Zoom calls. Filter them out first. Um, this is the one thing that we're really doing with our partner agents at eXp is building these systems in place, giving you the scripts too. So that's why like, you know, obviously once the business comes in, now you got to be able to close it. That's, that's actually a major problem. So when you ask like converting, really the only conversion is getting back to these clients. Once it, it goes, um, it really starts taking off because we feel in our heads that we have to, you know, take care of every single client and that's not it. You need to delegate these things out, but Yes, you need to get them to a Zoom call. I would get a preferred lender on there. Once the lender starts seeing the quality of the the clients and, and closing some of those deals, they're going to uh, be more than happy to you know invest into your business to get you some VAs, some editors, whatever it may be. So that's our process for for handling uh, the leads. You guys, go ahead, um, reach or ask me anything. I got a ton of you out in the audience. If you would hit that like button, it brings more people in. I only got a couple more questions, so. Um, as soon as, uh, you know, the questions are done, I will leave, but I'll stay as long as you need. The GoPro 10 is already out. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know there was a GoPro 10. That's how much I'm not into <laughs> new, new stuff. 
How far away do you go away from your main market um, to break into other markets? Okay, so that one's kind of tough, right? And, I, and I, Kyle, I know you. You just partnered with us at EXP, and I know that um, where you're at. So it's a little bit different. But um, it, w what I've kind of found is that if you're going to go uh, into – if you're like right across – okay, so the, obviously Portland, Oregon, and Vancouver, Washington – are two completely completely different city states, right? But they're 20 minutes apart. One is, you know, South or Vancouver's literally on the South Washington border, and Portland's literally on the northern end of the Oregon border. So it's all considered the Portland Metro. So it's a no-brainer. Again, I didn't know that we should shoot Vancouver videos until I looked into my analytics and my traffic source, and Vancouver was the number one driver to our Portland channel. That blew me away. Um, so we started shooting Vancouver videos. But we have been able to successfully close deals in Bend, Oregon, Salem, Oregon, uh, the coast of Oregon. So some of those being four hours away. Um, I don't see real any limitation besides like you couldn't get away with like Portland, Oregon and um, like Phoenix, Arizona. Right. Or uh, Portland, Oregon and, you know, Boise, Idaho, something like that. I think when you have two completely different markets that people aren't looking into, I see it as a uh, negative. And the only way, the way that I view this is if like, um, if people are really enjoying, you know, the content of like the Portland Metro, then the Vancouver stuff kind of works like, oh, I guess it's just across the border. It's not like, man, maybe I should be thinking that. But, you know, um, like one thing I tried doing a little bit is in Idaho, I got, you know, a Coeur d'Alene channel, which is way up north where I'm from, and then a Boise channel. Um, I probably could have got away with just an all-encompassing Idaho channel. I don't know. Um, I really wanted to just kind of own each market. Um, and we have two separate teams, so it didn't work that way. But um, regionally, you can sometimes get away with stuff, you know, <clears throat> like southwest Washington, um, you know. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. You know, if it's Canada and you're doing like, uh, you know, Edmonton and, and, and Toronto, I don't think that's going to work. That's like way too big, but, uh, regionally, I think you can get away with it too. I've been shooting videos in Edmonton and Calgary, which are hour and a half away. Yeah, no problem. Absolutely no problem. Yeah. Anything an hour away, two hours away. It's just really like, yeah, I got, I got partners and, and we have a team in every area. That's just the way I always said it. You know, our team covers Bend, Oregon, which is five hours to the east. So our, our team covers from Salem, Bend, uh, all the way to the coast, right? And everything in between. So, yeah, I would rip. I, and you can create separate playlists, too. So you'd have an Edmonton playlist, a Calgary playlist, you know, all that stuff. You just partnered with us again at EXP, Kyle. So uh, get my link, dude. Schedule. We'll do a private coaching call, man, me and you. Let's, let's kill it. Let's blow it up. Hey, talking about Idaho, living in Idaho. Any tips and think any tips know. Oh, any tips to know and think of those clickable short titles for actual thumbnail. Uh I I'm not quite sure what you mean by that. That doesn't really make any sense. Any tips to know and think of those clickable short titles for the actual thumbnail. You're going to have to rewrite that. I'm not quite sure what you mean by that. 
Um, I got one more question, guys, so stack me up with questions. There's a ton of you out in the audience. Just I don't care what your questions are. Um, ask them. Let's get some good conversation going here. All right, so how can you get your watch time up? Here we go. These are great questions, guys. I, I like this kind of stuff. Um, any suggestions? What is a good watch time average? I have closed three deals from YouTube this year so far uh, that I've been doing it, but I have found that my watch time is not super great. Okay. So how do I get my watch time up and what's a good watch time? Here's here's a little bit of backstory on this. So for me, good watch times on my newer channels, like the ones that I watch, launch, and once they really get going, three, four, five, six months into it, I'm trying to get my YouTube search. So when I go into my my uh, analytics, I'm gonna hit see more. I'm gonna go to traffic sources, and I'm gonna check out my analytics there, and I'm gonna see that YouTube search, browse, and suggested usually are your top ones, right? So. With YouTube search, I'm really trying to get my average view times into that six to seven minute range. That's that that to me seems to be a really good recipe for for success. Um, and my average view duration of suggested over ten minutes. So I know if I'm in that six to ten six minute and ten minute range from suggested and uh, search, it, it just seems to really take off. <clears throat> With that being said, how do you get those average times up? Well, the one big mistake that I see a lot of times is people get very um, like scripted. They get into the cold, hard facts of things. They talk more like data, analytics, numbers, uh, and it's just really boring, right? And so to get watch time up, the thing that I've really mastered going into 13 different states, completely different lifestyles, is just storytelling, right? And, and just telling exactly what I'm seeing out there, what I like and what I don't like, um, being able to just turn this camera on just like this and talk about you know certain areas, comparing them, what I like, what I don't like. I remember this, that the storytelling and the ability to kind of like tell the, the good and the bad is what keeps people um, interested, right? So anytime I'm starting a new story, uh, it, it, I know it just draws those people in. They wanna hear the ending of that and being more honest you know i talk about you know kind of the things that i can't stand a lot i'll really bring kind of some of the the uh the the cons the negatives in and i'll highlight them really heavily and heart you know heartful um and that's just what people like you know and if you look at any social media platform or the news or youtube in general what what blankets all of it right negative news you know that's what sells so the the pandemic you know the border crisis just everything is so negative out there and unfortunately that's just the way our minds are trained like we we really want to hear the bad and, and we're really trying to make a massive decision so um one it's just kind of storytelling uh and and incorporating stories instead of scripts and, and data like nobody cares that a city was founded in 1837 or you know here in houston <clears throat> when i moved here I hadn't been to really any of the major cities. I went through and I vlogged them, which is the other way to get your average view time up. But I didn't. I don't know really anything about the Woodlands or Katy or Sugarland. But I drove through them and I told people exactly what I like, and I told people exactly what I can't stand about Katy, Texas, or what I can't. And it wasn't like that. It's there's crime or anything. It was just it's so far out there. It's like a whole different country, and the Woodlands is so far north, and it's you're paying way too much money for, you know, what you get. But I like going to these areas, so. 
that right there is just it's so much more entertaining than all right we're today we're in you know Humble, texas it was established in 1903 by james smith and james smith thought you know and that's what i see in these real estate videos or today we're looking at my open house and my listing and so when you start incorporating stories and telling people what they like what they don't like that's what helped number two obviously i, I invented the real estate vlog that's why you see that the channel junkies Everything has to do with that GoPro in our face. Unbeknownst to me, to, to, to the whole YouTube world, uh, people want to see what it's like to live in these areas. They don't want to read about it anymore. So that's kind of the code that I cracked with, with keyword research was, you know, these cities and suburbs were getting searched 10, 12, 15 times a month more on YouTube than they were in Google. And so I started hitting the streets and people love the vlogs. It's a lot of attention. There's a lot of things to look at. There's a lot of B-roll. Uh, and we're really just showcasing these areas, and people can't leave those. So um, the, the the vlogs are something that I have done in every every city, um, all 13 markets, to to just kind of establish dominance in those areas uh, and give people what they want. So I'm looking for those average view times, you know, um, to to really get up, you know. And some people say, well, you need to have 40 percent or 50 or 60 percent average view duration. Well, no, that like that that's very narrow-minded you know people who aren't th into the thick of youtube you got to study and, and analyze your analytics because sometimes i have 37 percent average view duration but that's 13 and a half minutes long and so that video really takes off because i'm keeping people on the platform for 13 and a half minutes so your little four minute video and you keep people on for 68 percent you may be going well i have a better average view duration i have 68 you only have 37 well yeah but that's 68 percent is really only about two and a half minutes. Mine's 13 and a half minutes long. So uh, that's why I really like, you know, longer videos. Um, and what I've actually found lately, this is something that just kind of looking at things, starting a channel out, um, it seems as almost like the shorter videos and short for me is in the like 10, 12, 15 minute range when I'm trying to get people, because when you start out, you're not going to get suggested. People have to find you via search. And I think when you type something in and you search it, you don't want such a long video. You kind of want something quick. But when things get suggested to you, you really don't care because all you're really looking at is that that title and that thumbnail, and it just grabs you in. And it has a different, for some reason, and I think that's why my average view durations on suggested are so much longer. One, the algorithm's smart and it places these videos in front of the right people. But two, it's just a mindset that we have that when we type something in and search it, we want it quick. But when something is recommended to us, we'll just kind of watch it longer, right? And so... Um, those, when I start out, you know, maybe a little bit 12, 15 minute videos. Uh, so guys, yeah, this is, this is it. I mean, number one real estate YouTubers on the planet, YouTube channels from Seattle, Washington to the Florida Keys and everywhere in between. Uh, nobody doing it like we've done it all across. There's, there, and I don't say that to brag. It's, I don't care what your question is. I failed at it miserably and overcame it. So I can answer any question uh, about YouTube, about video um, that, you know, a lot of people can't. This is also what we do, our 2022 goals. We're, we're partnering with agents all around the world and we go right into your business. I want you to explode, erupt. I'm going to give you all of this. I'm not traveling no more and doing this. I'm only helping our eXp partners. So if you want to learn more about the partnership, getting our course and training for free, shoot me an email, jackson at realagentnow.com. If you put in the work, I'll blow you up. I guarantee it. All right, so let's get to some of these questions. 
Uh, real quick, since there's so many in the audience, if this is the first time seeing me, my name is Jackson Wilkie, uh, owner here, number one real estate YouTuber on the planet. Uh, with the channel Junkies, I teach it all for free. I got hundreds and hundreds of videos. I give it all away for free on this channel, so make sure you tap that subscribe button. Click the little bell so you're notified every time I do a new video. And I do do these lives every single Wednesday, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, so put it on your calendar. Go join our Facebook group, YouTube or Channel Junkies, YouTube for Real Estate. It's free. We're going to be announcing here in the next two to three weeks our brand new huge training. 12 week, I'll, I'll spoil a little bit. 12 week super intensive live with me training. That's the new one. So make sure you go join that group. And Jesse, if you're out there, start letting these people in, dog. You mentioned having to learn how to be a YouTuber. Any good accounts about becoming a YouTuber? Yep. So what happened was I was listening to people who who don't do this, right? And there's actually some agents out there right now who don't do any YouTube for real estate, and yet they teach YouTube for real estate. They've never shot a video about it. Um, and so I went down that, that rabbit hole and a lot of the stuff that they suggest is not what works. And so when nobody does it, they don't know, right? And so that would be like people reading uh, Warren Buffett's books and trying to tell you how to invest. I'd rather learn from him who got his ass kicked more times than, than wins, but he's the best you know investor in the world, right? So I went down this path of learning my niche of YouTube from people who don't do real estate YouTube videos. And it didn't work. And so what I had to do is train myself to actually be a YouTuber. And that's where I think I differentiated from everybody else was, hey, if I'm going to do this platform, this is all I speak about. This is all I talk about. This is all I do. I better know it. And so the analytics, the traffic sources, like really understanding what videos to shoot, how long to shoot these videos, what to say in these videos, the scripts, everything that you see across this country and out of this country now these is is the script that i've invented over doing hundreds and hundreds of videos so i watched people honestly like nick nimmin brian g johnson some of these top youtubers to understand how to be a not a youtuber but to understand youtube right so i could literally grow a youtube channel about anything in the world dude i had back surgery i think i could grow a massive channel about the trials tribulations of back surgery and how to get over that uh, raising three three kids. I don't care what the channel is. I know that I could grow it now because I understand exactly how to speak to you, uh, to my audience, how to shoot these videos, what to say in these videos. And so it was really just watching a lot of actual YouTube guys and understanding um, how to grow a channel. And then from there, I had to shoot tons and tons and tons of videos for real estate until I finally kind of cracked the code of what works, which is what you see across the country now. So really... Um, you got to kind of find what your niche is and, and, and uh, see which channels are being successful and not ones that are successful like YouTube for real estate, but they teach Google ads, right? That doesn't teach you how to do YouTube for real estate. That teaches you how to do Google ads. Um, you got to really learn from somebody who's doing it. Jason, I'm an EXP agent in Katy, Texas. We have a large real estate Facebook group. I'd love to connect and maybe do an interview with you. Hell yeah, man. I'm over here in Humble, dog. <laughs> yeah, reach out. Is there a point where videos are too long uh, when you take into account watch-through rate? Or do you just worry about average view duration? 
This is something that I'm kind of going back and forth in my head of right now. Like I started going longer, 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 15, 20, 25, 30. Some of those just explode and erupt and take off. Some don't. Uh, I, I've just wrote out 60 video titles, which will be if I start incorporating instead of the main city into it, you know, some of the smaller suburbs, but stealing that title, 200. And I'm really, I think I'm going to get back to two a week at like that 8, 10, 12 minute range. Just start throwing out way more content that's that really good information, but like 8, 10, 12 minutes. I'm going to try it. Um, but I still. I will always have a 20, 25, 30 minute video about like pros and cons, cost. Like I want the best longest video. Those always, it takes a while for them to take off, but when they do, they just get suggested like crazy because YouTube sees that average view duration of 13 minutes, 14 minutes, and the comment section's going, and it just starts suggesting those things like crazy. So it's weird because I, I've, okay, I'm going to experiment with 40 minute, 45 minute, and I had one 40, 45 minute vlog and it went crazy, like 20, 30, 40,000 views, like quick. Uh, I've done some other ones and they they plummet, they fall. So I sometimes can't figure out the algorithm because I'll look, I'll, I'll launch a video. It'll be my number one out of the gate. It's got an average view duration of nine and a half minute, like 50%. It's got a click through rate of like 9.1%. Like everything is absolutely money and it just never explodes or erupts. It just kind of like, you know, trails up. And then sometimes like after 90 days, 120 days of a video kind of flatlining, it just like poof, takes off and just like erupts. I, so it's just weird how this thing works sometimes. But uh, yeah, I, I think I'm gonna, you know, going forward this year with all those videos, I'm really gonna look more and which I know I'm, I'm a talker now and I know how to do this. I'll probably have some 15, 20 minutes long, but for the most part, I'm gonna try and I think get in that 10, 12 minute range. And we'll see how it goes. All right, so when starting out, what do you feel is <clears throat> optimal frequency of posting videos weekly? Or does it matter at all and it's just more the better? No, so here's the, the recipe and the way that you need to look at it. Um, if I had one channel and it was my only focus like the Portland was at the beginning, I would be doing at least two videos a week. Uh, that's really hard to handle. It's a lot of work, but... Um, two videos a week is what I would really start aiming for. The way that you have to do that is not by shooting a video, editing it, uploading it, and then having to shoot another video, edit, and upload. You need to sit down, uh, write out probably 20 titles. That's why I wrote out 60. I have 60 titles. Uh, I got it with the team. We're all going to shoot some, but I can swap the cities out so I can make about 200 titles out of these. And I'm probably going to batch shoot in the next week hundred plus videos. Uh, I'm going to get them all the editor and I'm going to have them scheduled out. Now, I don't think anybody else is going to do that or you don't need to, especially with just one channel. But um, I would at least try to get like 10 videos if you're brand new. My thing is when I travel to a city, I go in there for two days, I shoot 20 videos, I get them all edited, I upload them all. I have, So I have 20 videos right there. And what I do is I just release like two a week, every single week until um, I get to a certain point where the, the channel kind of takes off. I always know, I can always see it. And then I'll go to one a week. But that was just my recipe because I have 13 of them. But 
one channel starting out brand new i would try and get at least 10 12 videos shot and edited and uploaded and i would do two a week and that way you have a good buffer of five to six weeks for you to start batch shooting always try and stay away um, ahead three four weeks you think about if you get covid you're out for two weeks you think about thanksgiving break you're out for a week week and a half christmas so you want to be able to always have that stuff rolling i would shoot for 20. All right, so can you share your process to plan videos to make multiple in one outing versus spending hours driving around to find out you didn't even get everything you wanted? That is a uh, long loaded question right there. Um, like I mentioned, I, I've flown into you know 12 different states, markets. Most of them I have never even lived in and in two days I get 20 videos. One of the main reasons I do that is because I don't care if I don't get everything. I'm going to just get two, three main neighborhoods. Uh, I'm going to go to the main staple, the main center, the main hub of that city, shoot an intro, outro, and I'm bouncing out of there, right? So um, that's tough. This is the exact thing that I'm doing for 2022 for our eXp partners. I'm the only real estate YouTuber who's gone into uh, multiple markets. I have the exact process, how I label my clips, how I get it to VAs, how I do 20 videos in two days. Uh, this is exactly what I'm doing. I got two agents right now who are traveling uh, and, and starting new channels and new markets. So for our eXp partners, this is exactly what I'm doing. I'm not traveling no more. I'm going to take all that knowledge and I'm going to give it to them. But um, really the, the problem is, especially with people who are very local to their area and never left, they want to get everything in there and it takes them all freaking day to shoot a video. And then they think, oh God, I forgot that. Nobody cares. Nobody knows, right? So I make it very simple, very broad, and I don't plan a damn thing. That's another thing that I found that hindered me when I read all these things and all this notes and these history. Like I had to go see that, see that, see that, and ended up getting way too much footage. It's just too hard. I wing the hell out of it. Hey, where are we going now? Oh, we're going to go out to Mount Juliet. Why are we going out that way? It's actually an area out to the east of Nashville where uh, there's a uh, Amazon coming. There's two lakes right there. You get like an acre, two acres, just cheaper. It's more affordable. Uh, it was an area that was 30 minutes separated from the city. Now it's all kind of connected and people are just loving it out there. It's quiet, small town. Um, and, and that's why my partner just said all that. They'll never say that on video. So when we get out there, boom, I just take that. What's up? We're out here in Mount Juliet, 20, 30 minutes away from Nashville. I can remember this area was never like this, man. It was like completely way out there, but now kind of connected. So you still get the city, but telling you right now, man, I'm not even from Nashville. I'm from North Idaho. I like the trees. I like the mountains. I like the lakes. This is my jam. Mount Juliet. You get all the trees. You got lakes right here. You can go out fishing, turkey hunting right out here, you know, deer hunting. That's just my lifestyle, but yet still 20 minutes from downtown, you know, take the wife out for a date. Um, Amazon's actually coming right down here. So there's going to be higher paying jobs and shit. You can stretch that budget out here. You can get new construction homes for four or $500,000 that are like 3,000 square feet. So I see the drive out here. This is, you know, when the clients reach out, they want a little bit more privacy, more space in their yard. Mount Juliet's the spot, right? So like, I've never even been there a day in my life. I don't look at the history. I never heard about it until five minutes ago, and I just relayed that. But to you guys, you're like, oh, my gosh, that kind of sounds like an area I'd like. Or, nope, I don't like the farm country. I want to be right in the city. But at least now you know. So I'm not doing any of the history. I'm not doing any planning. Yes, I'm really good at this, so I can, I can wing it anywhere in the world, but I've just done it. I don't ever stop. I shoot lots of videos, and now I understand exactly what these people want to hear. And that's how, you know, I roll into these new areas. So, yes, these are the conversations I'm having with our EXP partners and, and to help them scale and grow. 
All right. Hi, Samuel here. What up, Sam? Uh, it's my first time here and great to be here. There we go. I wanted to ask in regards with the YouTube thumbnail title text and knowing it should be as short as possible and not be as long as the actual title of the video posted. My question is, how do you think of those short YouTube thumbnail title or text? So, okay, so basically when you think of YouTube thumbnails, there needs to be three objects in there. One, your face. Two, just a couple words and text. And three, maybe one object, an emoji, a flaming fire crash, something else. That's really it. I had a conversation with a kid the other day. He shot 63 videos in his market, and it's in Texas, one of the hottest markets, and he's gotten really no leads from it. And I went and looked, and, I mean, he shoots pretty good videos. There were some other things that I had to, to coach him out of, but his thumbnails sucked. And I'm like, dude, your thumbnails are terrible. They're crazy. You're this big in the bottom of it. There's 400 words in it. You're trying to cram all this information into this thumbnail. Nobody likes it, right? And so the other thing is, you know, with thumbnails and, and the text that's in there, the reason I know what to put in mine and why you see a lot of like the verbiage that I put in my thumbnails copied across the country, I split test thousands of them. I, you know, not only does TubeBuddy.com help you find your, your keywords, it, if you pay for the, the highest edition, you can split test thumbnails. So I launched thousands of them side by side. I looked at them. Sometimes I would, I, it wouldn't do better. Sometimes it would kill the old thumbnail. So sometimes I could get my thumbnail up 3 4% better click-through rate. And when you're talking about 10,000 uh, or 50,000 impressions, you're talking about thousands and thousands of views. So sometimes I would go in and just change one word. Houston's number one city versus Houston's number one suburb. And the suburb one just kicked its ass. Like, I don't know why, but for some reason putting that in there. And so I've trained myself to kind of know, yes, we try and put all this verbiage in our thumbnails. We want every the, to read it. And what, what ha actually happened, I was reading a study the other day. Netflix released a bunch of its data um, that could help YouTubers. And basically what they came up with, and if you ever noticed, what is Amazon Prime and what is Netflix? It's a bunch of giant ass thumbnails that is it right and so their data kind of came out and it was three objects people only look at thumbnails for 1.8 seconds so if you have all these small verbs and er, words and stuff in there you're not going to read it usually it's just one big picture right if it's denzel washington's face we're like yep i'm click clicking that right but if we had all these words in there and like a little tiny picture of denzel we'd skip right by it right so um you got to just be very like it's got to be kind of bold colors two, three, four big words and of your face on there. And usually a sad, mad, angry face just works the best. So um, those are things that, you know, I've split tested these thumbnails thousands of times. So I just kind of know what works. But I'm still always looking at them and tweaking them too. <laughs> Andy Levy says, hi, Jackson, you often mention telling stories. What are some strategies or ways I can think of stories to tell? This is the easiest thing in the world, but the hardest thing to coach. And nobody can come up with stories for some reason. Um, it's, it's a thing that I've kind of just mastered. Um, there is a book out there called Stories That Stick. Um, it's really cool to, to hear that. But um, basically, this is exactly what happens. Like I go into these new cities, these new areas, and my stories are just like, okay, 
I remember when thinking about moving to Phoenix, Arizona, and everybody says North Scottsdale is the jam. Like all the families are moving there. It's the top shopping, incredible schools. Like you're going to pay a little bit extra, but every family loves North Scottsdale. And I'm like, all right, this is going to be the, the, the bomb, right? And as I'm telling you this right now, Andy, this is exactly how I talk in my video. I, I just tell the story. Okay, I remember I was being told this, right? And so I'm driving around all day, and we go up to North Scottsdale, and I get in there, and I'm kind of looking around, and I'm like, huh, where's the grass? So we keep driving, next neighborhood, next neighborhood, and they're, oh, my gosh, there's the giant shopping center. They do concerts there. Families love it. And we keep going to these neighborhoods, and it's all rock, lava rock, cactuses, and desert decor. And I'm like, dude, this place is so ugly. I could never, I don't care how nice it is. Like, you would never catch me there. I'm from North Idaho, man. I love the grass, the trees, the mountains. So this is the other thing I do. I incorporate like where I'm really from, what I really like. If you like that desert decor and the cactuses, then you're going to love it up here. I can't stand it. I got three kids. They're wild as hell. I know I'm going to come home one day and two of them are going to be stuck in cactuses. I need some grass. Thank God I saw Gilbert and Chandler down south. Like, it is the green oasis. I didn't even know there was grass in Phoenix, but yes, you can find it. It's Gilbert Chandler. That's why I call it home, right? So those are the stories that I'm just kind of like telling you the, the good, the bad. The other thing is you've probably helped some clients before or your friends live in certain areas. Why did they choose those? All right, so I had some clients. They were choosing between Hillsboro and Beaverton, right? They came in. They're like, Beaverton, we got to be there. Uh, I work at Nike. And we have to be in the Beaverton School Districts. But they were telling me that they kind of want a little bit more space. They want more bang for their buck. They want kind of newer. Um, and I was like, man, Beaverton's just like, it doesn't, there's no, like, there's Old Town and close to Nike. Like, nobody really likes living there. So I know they're not going to like it, but everything they're explaining is Hillsboro. So, you know, that's the one thing. And again, I'm telling you a story. This is how I do stories. <clears throat> These clients came in and, Sure enough, like they, they start looking at Beaverton like, oh, man, it's just like, oh, it's not our style. Like, I know. Here, let me take you. Hillsboro's right on the edge. Everybody, you know, overlooks it. But there's brand new neighborhoods with all the new shopping centers and everything that's 10 minutes from Nike uh, headquarters. And you're going to have way less traffic. You have, you know, good brand new schools over there. And boom, they landed there. So this is why you reach out to me. These stories, these things that you can, um, that you tell me what you need, what you don't need, what you like, what you don't like. I know two, three areas you've never heard of that fit your lifestyle. So stories are just like, hey, the other day I was driving through. It's crazy. Me and the, me and my son. I was actually working, shooting videos, and I went into Happy Valley, Oregon, and here's this freaking oasis. I'm like, oh my god, I could totally live in Happy Valley. Yeah, it's 35 minutes southeast of Portland, Oregon, kind of way out there, but you go up and over these mountains. It's crazy. I'd never even really been out there, and I pop up, and here's this huge skate park. My kid loves skating, and he always brings his, we bring his bike, so he goes and shreds for an hour or two. I'm like shooting videos, writing notes down, and all of a sudden, these people start grabbing chairs, and they're walking up into this big grass area, and I'm like, I asked them, what's going on over here? They're like, Oh, every Friday it's it's uh you know family night in the park. They had bouncy houses, ice cream stands, and they're about to have a band out there in this park. And I'm like, dude, this is like the family mecca. So if you're working on the west side, Beaverton, Hillsborough, you're not going to want to live in in uh in uh, Happy Valley, Oregon. It's like an hour drive. But if you can kind of work from wherever, or even if you want to work, you know, if you're working downtown Portland, you don't mind like a 30 minute drive, or it's really close to the airport it's a it's a home run can't miss area but if you don't like the suburbia the family a lot like you're not going to want to be out there so that's just like the stories that i tell i just kind of tell you what i see what i like what i don't like and, and that's what works so 
again, I, I kind of have long-winded answers, but again, I had to kind of unearth all this for you guys, you know, years ago of like, okay, if I was talking about Happy Valley and I talked about when it was discovered, uh, that the median price point there and where it is in location to Portland and X amount of, you know, data statistics, you don't get any picture of what it's like there. But when I tell you it's the suburbia, the parks, the families, the, you know, over the mountains, you get views of Mount Hood, it's crazy. Now you're kind of like, oh, I could, I could do that. Or no, 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 the limelight. I want freaking downtown Portland or Southeast Portland. That ain't my jam. But I told you it's not your jam, right? If you don't want that, that you're not going to want to be there. Okay. So that's the way that I kind of do those. Do you recommend any advertising services like Google AdWords? <clears throat> Not if you're going to do organic video. It's the worst thing that you could possibly do. Putting your YouTube videos onto social media platforms, uh, trying to pay to get more views absolutely crushes and kills you. It goes against what other people teach, but I'm here to tell you right now, it's the worst thing you can possibly do. Don't do it. In fact, when I go partner with agents and travel the country, if I ever see them post a video on Facebook or Instagram, because that kills our algorithm and all of our momentum, I tell them, hey, the partnership's done and we're, we're out of here. So, um, no. But if you're not going to do organic video and you just are looking to uh, spend money and, you know, pay for leads, then, yes, I would be looking at, you know, YouTube ads, Google ads, um, that kind of stuff, especially for listings. I think it's the best. I think Facebook leads all that stuff's just crap nowadays um and you're gonna have to convert them but we actually had a guy who partnered with us you can look him up jason oberg um he does youtube ads so you can hit him up uh to learn more but he has a course on how to do it so um you can look on our facebook group uh jason oberg you know message him tell him i sent you he has a course on it and, and does it so that's what i would look for but as for like shooting these style of videos on organic youtube nope do not ever 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 apply a budget to it it just kills your um click-through rates average view durations which drops you out of ranking which kills your channel <clears throat> All right, so great info on the watch time. Thank you. I am having success with closing a few deals, one to two um, particular towns in the areas I want to work in. Should I double down on those towns with doing videos on just those towns? Uh, I'm in the San Francisco Bay, Walnut Creek, Pleasant Hill are towns that people are coming to, to me from. I know I can refer other cities, but what do you think? Should I double down on two to three towns and just focus on videos on those towns? So... That's something that you have to tell yourself. If you're okay with just the, the two, three deals, um, and that may grow over time, um, you can definitely just own those areas and own those keywords. But I think of mass scale. I've heard of Walnut Creek, but I've never heard of Pleasant Hill. And the only reason I've heard of Walnut Creek is I've had you know three, four agents from San Francisco talk about uh, Walnut Creek. So I wouldn't know that. And that's the way that you have to look at this thing is like, if you were moving here to Houston, Texas today with yourself, your family, your kids, whatever your situation is, 
Um, have you heard of Umble or Atascacita or Sugarland or Spring or Cypress? Like you haven't heard of these areas. They're some of the top areas to live in Houston. You know, you may have heard of Katy. You may have heard of the Woodlands. Maybe, maybe not. But at the end of the day, you're probably like, oh my gosh, my husband got a job. My, my wife got a job or I got to move. I got a job or I just got to get out of here. It's like best areas to live in Houston. Where should I live in Houston? Right? So I'm thinking where to live in the Bay area, where to live in San Fran. And then from there, you can discuss all the areas in one video. So the driver is always going to be the major city suburb, um, and that's what's going to help the most. But you know, you are in the Bay Area; it's a mass exodus out of there. But there are a lot of people moving there um, still. So you're not going to have probably the luck of some of these like Texas, Florida, you know, Portland, channel, Idaho channels and stuff. But the fact that you're getting two or three right now, yeah, if you expanded that out to the Bay Area, San Fran, I think you would grow even more. And hell yeah, just refer it out. There's plenty of people who close deals, you know, 50%. I don't know who this is because it says Facebook user, but hi, Jackson. Thanks for the Q&A. I sent you a DM to see if you would have a chance to check out my channel. Thanks again for the great training. So... If you're in our partnership or downline of eXp, you know I got you. Um, if not, yeah, I get dozens of requests for people to, for me to look at their channels. I can't get to all of them. Um, and that's why I created the, the my, my motto, 2010 ATS. Like I don't look at anybody's YouTube channel until you do 20 videos in 10 weeks and I can dive into your analytics and your traffic source. So unfortunately you know if you're a partnered with us then yes that's what i do a lot of um you know looking at channels and and advising uh coaching that way i'm still really hard on our partner agents i want them to work hard too and they do um but yes i probably if if you're not in our partnership program i don't know if i'll be able to get to i just like to be brutally honest there's you know so many people that i'm investing all of this knowledge into with private coaching but um that yeah i'll look and see i'm not quite sure who who wrote that it just says facebook user on my end All right, are live stream videos a good idea versus uploaded videos? I have a hard time uploading more than two videos a month, but I can live stream two times a week and have no problem talking. So yeah, the actually on my Houston channel, I've done some live videos and some of them have like 15, 20,000 views. So um, you could completely make a channel. If you're gonna do live videos, then the way that you need to do this is have uh, your thumbnail already made. You need to have um, an actual title that's what I've found is I'll actually do like the pros and cons of living in, in Houston, Texas live Q and a or moving to Houston, Texas live Q and a so that those are always still searchable. And yeah, they, they do pretty well. Um, that is a way that if you're able to just go live, then sure do it. I have found though that, you know, just the, the uploaded videos seem to always outperform better, but shoot, I mean, yeah, you could make a complete, um, and, and I think it's very advantageous at least to go live maybe once a week. The one thing I found that with, <clears throat> with this channel, YouTube for real estate, I can go live every week and people show up. Um, it, it gets filled up quick. A lot of questions for some reason, when we went every week for, we did it in Portland, the first two weeks was just crazy. We'd have like 80 people on there, questions for two plus hours. We'd get a ton of reach outs. And then it just started like diving and the audience kind of dipped. So I think what we, and we are actually um, going back to two videos every week for Portland and we're going to go live uh, once a month there. So I think if we go once a month, I'm going to test it out. We'll see. But yeah, live videos are killer. And I, 
I don't see a problem if, if that's your way of doing it. Just go live twice a week, every week, and just have you know five ten minutes prepared. And if people don't show, that's totally fine because that video will be there forever. Just make sure it's SEO optimized. All right, so how do you qualify an editor and average price per video? The problem is not with the editor. 99% of the time, it's with you. Um, again, I like to be brutally honest. Um, a lot of these editors that are out there are way better than me, way better than you. Uh, we just feed them crappy video footage that's not uh, explained correctly. So I would say if you're looking on Fiverr in that 40 to $50 range is probably really good. Uh, but you're going to have to put in the work. Again, this is something I'm doing with my EXP partners. So I go to these these cities, and in two days I shoot 20 videos, and I've got hundreds and hundreds of clips. And I have a, a crazy way that I've had to invent to organize that footage, right? I'm giving videos to a guy who's in Pakistan. He has no, no idea where Somerset, Nevada is. It's on the west side of, um, of uh, Reno, Nevada, right? He barely even knows probably where Nevada is. So I'm doing a lot of things of not qualifying the editor, but to make sure that editor, you know, kills it. So I found one two years ago. He still does all my videos, which I don't even watch my videos anymore. He's that good. But what I did is I actually edited my video. I thought I was the only person in the world since I invented the real estate vlog that could edit them. I made these really cool transitions, these crazy intros that you see that everybody copies. Like that was my thing. So I thought nobody can do that. Well, I recorded myself. Actually, a kid gave me advice one time. He's like, dude, just start recording everything you do. So if you ever need to delegate, you can. So I did that. I recorded myself. This is how I like doing this, yada, yada. So I recorded the way I edit. Secondly, I found out that if I went through and explained my footage, uh, I would bring up the map. Okay, I just landed here in, in Reno, Nevada. So you're going to hear me talk about five main areas. If I talk about Somerset, here it is. Somerset is over here to the west. Okay, Indian Spring up to the north, right? Uh, Sparks, Nevada. Okay, here's Reno. If you zoom in, Sparks is right freaking next to it. He's not going to know these things if I don't tell him, right? So I had to really... So every time I go into a new city, that's something that I'm, I'm really doing. Again, I, I, I reserve a lot of this for our EXP partners, but um, when it comes to an editor, you've got to, got to make it easy on them. A lot of times they have no idea what you're talking about and you're going to give them 50 clips and they try and make a video out and you're like, oh, they suck. No, no, no. Like you sucked of, of, of giving the, and I'm not talking to you personally. I've just seen this over and over. And when we used to have our marketing company, 99% of these realtors bitched and moaned about their videos all day long. One of them wanted 217 edits on one video, 217 edits. Like that is absolutely asinine. So the one thing that I've actually gotten better at is a lot of times I kick this camera on and I rip. I, I, I have my editor keep all my fumbles. If I can't think of a word, whatever, I just leave it in there. It works better. And just kind of simply drop some B-roll in when I'm talking. Uh, it just seems to work the best. So I got a crazy way of organizing everything. Do you think captions are good or worse uh, if you have captions? Captions are already auto-populated through uh, YouTube, so you don't even have to worry about it. Um, you can go in and upload custom ones if you want, but I think like, I think like maybe 5.1, 7.1% of our views come on, on the Portland channel come from closed captions. So, you know, there's a lot of hearing, uh, uh, people who have hearing issues and there's also, you know, people just kind of reading it while they go, but yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, YouTube already, um, captions your videos for you. 
I signed up for the Facebook group a week ago. I've not been let in yet. Yes, I'm so sorry about that. Jesse, I told him today, he got COVID, so he was out for two weeks, and he does all the Facebook stuff. So I, I apologize. He was out with COVID for two weeks. There's actually quite a few people. Um, so we will. I will make sure that gets taken care of ASAP. When you have zero videos, what should you do first, second, and third? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no videos. Um, you're going to have to watch a lot of these videos or take our course. Um, but you're really going to have to just start first figuring out which video titles to shoot, right? Um, you have to really understand keywords, video titles, video titles that you can rank for, or at least like have a chance for ranking for. And then two, you got to fill that video out, not script it, but with like four or five bullet points. Uh, three, you got to shoot those videos and start uploading. Um, I would, number three, I would probably get at least 10 videos done, shot, edited, recorded, um, and, and uploaded, and then schedule them out two a week. So you're good for four or five weeks. Don't try and just shoot a video and get it going because you're always behind the eight ball. So that's what I would do um, <clears throat> going forward. But there, yeah, it, the course would be a good start so that you can set everything up or I've got hundreds of videos for free on this channel teaching you too. If someone couldn't leave the house and wanted to shoot daily videos, do you have ideas for daily video series that could bring in consistent videos? So if you can't leave the house, you don't need to shoot videos daily. Um, two a week would be amazing. And yeah, you, I could shoot uh entire channel. In fact, I go and I do the vlogs and then I come home and I shoot a bunch, the rest of the videos just from right here and then I drop in B-roll. But even if you don't have B-roll, you can completely do all of your videos from home. I've got uh, you know partner agents who partner with us who literally never leave their desk. They shoot the same videos right at their desk and they kill it. I got some who do just straight up green screen and they drop in you know some B-roll in the back. You don't ever have to leave. I've done all of them. Um, at the end of the day, if you are really, really trying to learn this YouTube for real estate thing, you don't give two shits where I'm sitting. You don't care if I'm outside right here, sitting Indian style in my bedroom, out at my pool. Like you're getting everything that you want because you, you're searching this. You, you want to know YouTube for real estate and I'm giving it to you. So at the end of the day, that's what we have to understand is as long as you're giving what you find that, that title and you give them exactly what they want in the video, doesn't matter where you're at. My business partner wants to shoot videos from his home in California on my market in Colorado. What would be the best ideas for video topics and series since he can't do it on location? Well, I just kind of answered that. Um, and if he's in California, then he, as long as he knows something about Colorado, uh, been there, then it's just going to be, hey, you know, I I would have him come from the mindset of like moving to Colorado from California. The major differences, what they like, what they don't like. Um, you know, and talk, talking those kind of stories, but yeah, I shoot videos right here in this studio about 13 different States. So, um, it really doesn't matter where you're at. <clears throat> Thank you for the great call today, Jackson. Yeah. I can't see who that is. Facebook user, but it's probably Victor. One of our EXP partners. All right. I cannot make this up. I just had another reach out while sitting here watching this. It still blows me away that I finally found something that actually works. 
do exactly what you said it would. Yep, that's right, Kyle. So, and Kyle was actually doing a lot of the videos from one of the other real estate YouTubers who doesn't do real estate YouTube uh, and, and doing more of the digital mayor uh, style. That's kind of what they teach is go do digital mayor, but they've never done real estate video. That shit doesn't work. It's very awkward. It sucks. And if you're moving here to Houston, Texas, would you care about any restaurant I do an interview? No, you're not even going to know to search it, right? So if you do the ways that I've taught, because I've shot hundreds of videos the wrong way, I've even done a 30 for 30, 30 different highlighted shop restaurant interviews in 30 days. It was like the hardest thing in the world. Still didn't get nothing from it. So Kyle partnered with us at eXp. Um, we got him cranking on a YouTube channel, killer freaking uh, Canada YouTube channel. Uh, and got a lead as he's listening to me and he's closed, I think six, six or so deals in the last few days or last month or so. So this stuff works if you put in the work. I'm starting a new channel. Would it work well for me to call it living in Houston, Texas, even though you already have that name? Yeah, I don't own the name. You can have as many living in Houston, Texas as you want. I would probably try and differentiate it a little bit. Um, when I moved here though, I had seven of my students already in Houston with living in Houston, Texas channels. So I didn't care. I knew I, it's just my way of doing things. I came right in and yeah, we had, uh, well this year alone, um, cause I moved here in August of last year and then started the channel about September, October ish. Just this year alone, we've had over 2,200 reach outs of people moving to Houston. So it's absolutely insane. Grow these things really, really fast, but yeah. If you want to use that name, go right ahead. That's fine. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yep, absolutely. Keywords. How can I get better at them for titles? Go to this channel right now. You're on Facebook, but go to my Channel Junkies YouTube for real estate. If you're not subscribing, subscribe to it. Go to my homepage. I have TubeBuddy tutorials. I have an entire playlist showing you how to do TubeBuddy. Uh, <clears throat> that will show you exactly how to do it. There's no better um, way of learning than that playlist right there. How do you get a different phone number and email than the one associated with your brokerage firm? Um, just go to Google, hit Gmail, and create a Gmail account. That's as easy as it gets. Um, and then as a number, you can do Google Voice. You can do Grasshopper. There's You just Google it. Just go to Google and, and hey, get a second number. But yes, you're going to want a separate number and email um, than, than your brokerage one for sure. <clears throat> That's awesome, Kyle. Congrats. Yeah, Kyle got a YouTube lead right now as he's listening to us. What does your motto 2010 ATS mean? 2010 ATS. I get hundreds of freaking reach outs. Jackson, check out my channel. Jackson, check out my channel. Hey, am I, and I used to always go and, and, and respond to these. And what I found out was that most of the people didn't do anything. They'd shoot one video and say, your methods don't work, Jackson, and I'm not getting any views, and I got no subscribers. First of all, all they cared about was views and subscribers. I care about home sales. Marketers and other YouTube reelers, they care about views, right? So secondly, I, I started getting frustrated. These people were already mad that they weren't getting any kind of traction with one or two videos, and I was like, well, I can't tell you what you're doing right, doing wrong. There's no data. There's no analytics. I became a YouTuber. That's why I differentiate. That's why I'm the number one real estate YouTuber on planet and made it easy for people is because I understand YouTube and its analytics. So I made a rule like, dude, there's no reaching out to me. In fact, now I just help our partner agents at eXp, but even those agents, I would do my initial call. 
uh, help them get their channel going, give them all the ideas, the titles, and, and, and teach them how to do the video. And then I don't even talk to them until they do 20 videos because I have to see something, right? So 20 videos in 10 weeks, that's the 2010. Then I can dive into your analytics and your traffic source. Once I see that, I can go into the YouTube search. I can see what everybody's typing to find your videos. I can find the number one keywords that are driving people to your channel. And then we can come up with a major plan. Okay, from now on, <clears throat> you're focusing on these four major keywords, these five major keywords right here. We're going to hammer those. Here's some titles that work great for that. And that's how we go, right? So I need to know you got to feed the beast. You got and don't share your videos on social. Don't share them anywhere. Don't boost them. You've got to let this organic platform work. So 20 videos in 10 weeks. Then we look into your analytics and your traffic source. That's 2010 ATS. <clears throat> You're awesome. Thank you. Hey, Jackson, you do an awesome job. Thanks for creating all this fantastic content. It's changed my life. Absolutely. Um, went from a blue collar ass worker in Idaho to now living wherever I want, traveling, making way more money, uh, but just enjoying life. And yep, I teach it all for free. I give people all this stuff for the past three plus years, a hundred percent free. It's all on this channel. So make sure you do subscribe. Uh, if you want more information on partnering with us, <clears throat> getting more of that in-depth private training with me, shoot me an email, jackson at realagentnow.com to learn about partnering with us at eXp. Go to the Channel Junkies free Facebook group, Channel Junkies YouTube for real estate. Jesse will let you in now um, uh, to learn more. We're going to be launching here in the next three, four weeks uh, a brand new program that's a super intensive 12-week training. I'm spilling the beans a little bit, but it's going to be next level for those who need a little bit extra help. So <clears throat> big plans coming up. Uh, but that's the last question that I got for today, except for why is green screen important? It's not important. Um, it's just a, a way that you can do things if you're in limited space. Green screening allows you to put a really killer backdrop in of something that you're talking about uh, or the city, and it makes a really crisp picture if you do it correctly. So I've got some great videos on this channel, uh, green screen tips. So go watch that video, but it's not imperative that you have green screen. <clears throat> I'm with EXP. Do you have a group on Workplace? No, I don't even know where Workplace. I'm like the worst uh, at that stuff. So we handle everything privately. Um, our EXP partners and through you know our we have a private Facebook group for all of our EXP partners. That's kind of where we handle everything. Uh, and you guys rock. All right, well. That was a good one today. I really appreciate everybody. Again, shoot me an email, Jackson at realagentnow.com if you want to partner with us at EXP. And until the next video, homies, we'll catch you later. See you next Wednesday. Are you wanting to dominate on YouTube and scale your business like a boss? Oh, yeah. Check out our pro course in the show notes below or learn how to partner with us at EXP Realty to get exclusive access to all boot camps and courses. Plus, check out hundreds of free videos on how to dominate YouTube for real estate. Just search Channel Junkies on YouTube. Channel Junkies on YouTube. Into the next podcast. Peace, homies. It's Brewski time.